0: Welcome, one and all, to Umami Manga. I'm Petter, and this is James. Hello! And today we're talking about volumes 15 and 16 of Vinland Saga. This new story arc in the manga is off to a great start, in my opinion, and I'll say this is my favorite book in the series so far. Really? I'll even say, with this book, well, having read this book now, I'll say my, Mm -hmm. my new rating, like my score for Vinland Saga as a whole, has risen to a 10 out of 10 for me.
1: Oh wow! Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Dang. So, I like this book a lot. Uh-huh. I don't think it. I, I feel like it's a lot of setup for obviously what's this is this new arc. Yeah. So for me, it's not as strong as say you know book six, mm. which I I feel like was the is the peak so far for me.
0: That's totally fair.
1: But again, this is a a, a solid entry and. I like the characters that it introduced it, as we'll talk about, and kind of gave some perspectives that the story was missing a bit, I felt like. So, yeah, it, it, it's nice to be able to get that here, and it's definitely really good. And mm. I'm excited to keep, keep going.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. I'll also say, before we get into the character discussions, I'll also say that it seems like this arc that we have ahead of us now is going to be somewhat, somewhat of a travel log, kind of yeah if that is the case i i think that, that that is awesome because i've always well all my life i've always really been a sucker for travel fiction uh so i think yeah i i have some high hopes for this arc
1: you know i did not expect them to go east <laughs> like they were already in iceland so i i just for some reason i thought that most of their travel would be towards the west and <laughs> and not well, okay, maybe England or or some maybe they would go back to Denmark for something, but they're going past that supposedly. Mm, mm. So, yeah, it's it's quite quite shocking, but I'm also relieved that we get this kind of travel journey before they make the incredible well, incredibly difficult journey to the west.
0: Absolutely. Mm.
1: And I think it it gets the potential to bring back some characters that we thought well, I mm. at least I was very confused how they could possibly come back into the story ever
0: true um, if they
1: if they were never to leave iceland or, or you know go come back to like denmark or something like that you know what i mean totally yeah yeah yeah
0: that, that that honestly that's not something i ever really thought of but definitely like yeah giving them some extra time here could could give us the chance to to reunite with other with previous characters
1: yeah so yeah like the potential is there now versus before it mm-hmm. just like i don't know like could they <laughs> right
0: yeah yeah no that that's cool i like that uh but I I think I well, one of my my speculations they well, I don't I wouldn't call it a prediction but one of my speculations last time I think was that well what if one of the obstacles that comes before Vinland is to well leads them into mainland Europe and it seems like at least that's the Oh did you really right say now. that? Dang. I think I mentioned something along those lines but yeah so You totally called it. I also I also have been talking I think about uh, and this hasn't been a speculation but I have been talking about when I have talked about well, the historical vikings and how how some vikings or well it was pretty popular for 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 some of the merchant vikings to go and do trade in present-day istanbul turkey Uh, Mm -hmm. right yeah which is actually the same place where they're heading now uh yeah which is really cool um like this this place uh where they're going is just the old name of istanbul today Mm -hmm. so that's that i think it's gonna be really cool to see that in the in the story or at least, well, I'll 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 just make it clear. I, I don't know if Míklagard is is like what everyone called that place back then, or if it was just like what the Vikings called that place back then. I don't know, because uh. it sounds to me Míklagard, or maybe maybe Míklagórd. Um, it sounds kind of Nordic <laughs> to me. I, I although I I can't say for sure. I haven't looked this up. But just wanted to make that disclaimer.
1: mm mm-hmm. But no, I think it's really cool that it's kind of. Addressing another part of Viking history, in that they, in fact, were a lot of traders. I mean, traders. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Emphasize that for terrible English (laughs) pronunciations. But yeah, you know, Vikings, or I guess I should say the Nordics. They, you know, they they weren't just pillagers. You know, the explorers, the traders, and that was probably that was probably most mostly what they did was that kind of stuff. And then the pillaging was. I guess just a, a summer thing. <laughs> it's
0: it's what they've become known known for,
1: sadly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a lot a lot of violence, <laughs> so yep, it kind yep. of makes the impact. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's great that we get this this aspect of it. I'm I'm so excited to see how Thorfinn and his group grows.
0: Definitely. Oh yes, I'm super super excited. But let's get into the characters, starting with Thorfinn. Well, his appearance got a bit of an upgrade by Ilva at the beginning <laughs> yeah. of this. Or, well, if I guess upgrade is upgrade, uh, you know, debatable. I mean, dep- de- depends on who you ask, I guess. But
1: I, I don't think it's a downgrade.
0: I thought it was an upgrade personally.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, being a person of long hair, <laughs> I, you know, I kind of was like, oh, it's sad to miss out on that representation. Not yeah, really. um, yeah,
0: yeah. You and I both have pretty long hair, but right. I think I think your
1: yours might be longer, but. Um, <laughs>
0: well i i think I, I agree with ilva about about the beard though I think he looks better without it personally
1: I could agree with that, and <laughs> inar makes him feel better by saying you look you know you kind of look more friendly that way, yeah you know, less scary true <laughs> um, and I, I yeah it's it's definitely true and i I think he rocks it. it it takes a little getting used to after seeing him with longer hair for you know a a good arc or so right um. I mean, he's kind of had long-ish hair this, his whole time that we've seen him, except from the childhood.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. His yeah. his haircut now is kind of similar to as when he was six. It's kind of yeah. Plus, kind of, mm-hmm. plus he's clean uh, clean shaven again. So like he's basically the same as he was when he was six, just bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of cool. Like he has one design for each arc so far. I I kind of like that. Oh. It's easy to to kind of distinguish the arcs by just looking at what Thorfinn looks like.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good point.
0: One thing I thought was really interesting and kind of cool, honestly, of, of Thorfinn was how well how he reacted and and acted uh, when Halfdan tried to humiliate him, you know, by having him kiss his boot. He just didn't understand yeah. that it was <laughs> humiliating. Uh, right. I I really enjoyed that part. Like it's just a really cool mindset of him. To kind of well, or or maybe he was just dumb about it. like well he just didn't understand it. Like he well yeah I, well I think that is it. Like he he. He wasn't trying to act a certain way. He just didn't see how that was. Well, how bad that was, I guess.
1: He has no pride to lose. Like, Mm. if you think about it in the grand scheme, you think, is that really that bad? Like. You're right, right. (laughs) For a person's pride, I get, you know, and your image, sure. But to Thorfinn, those kind of things don't matter, especially having been a slave and Mm. also his current mentality. It's like things that really don't matter to him. Yeah. So. It, it kind of was a um, fascinating commentary on pride and how we value it versus how far should we value it
0: absolutely know? yeah right and i also a thought came to mind for me that then that if he only had like acted as if though he felt humiliated he could have probably gotten that low yeah <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> yeah i thought about that too it's like <laughs> i wonder if he yeah, if you've acted like it was it was a hard thing to do, like, you know, you wonder. Mm. I mean, I think in the end um this deal that he kind of sort of has with half dad, and, you know, selling the the Narwhal horns. I mm. I guess I don't know if it would have worked if he had, you know, acted like that, you know, uh like it was hard to to submit to his pride
0: right i mean if he had acted like it was hard then half them would probably given him the loan and giving him just straight up money so he wouldn't have to have taken this detour
1: true but i guess what i'm saying is that i think this detour is going to be important oh yeah orphan and it's probably better that this is happening versus it not ever happening like he i don't know that maybe that maybe what i'm saying doesn't make sense but I I guess I just I like I like this long way about it versus <laughs> the, the short way. Yeah, no,
0: I I can I can agree with that. <laughs> I definitely can. Yeah, yeah, going to with with those uh, twenty-four narwhal horns to uh, Greece, or well, present-day Turkey, technically, it's gonna be a fun journey or interesting journey.
1: Narwhals have always just mystified me. Just oh yeah, yeah, there's just these creatures with these long horns. What, why? Just swimming <laughs> how did around. Evolution ev- how did How did that work? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And yeah. they're so long, too.
0: Right? Yeah, it's, it's really cool.
1: <laughs> it, it is very cool, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not more, like, fantasy or, or lore surrounding them. I guess unicorn, mm. maybe, but I don't know if unicorns were ever Yeah, I wonder inspired if... by narwhals. Right, exactly.
0: I wonder if they actually were. I mean, if they are a Greek thing... Which at least seems to be implied here. I actually don't know if
1: yeah I don't remember like which
0: mythology or folklore that they're from. But yeah, if they are Greek, then probably not, since I don't think yeah narwhals. At least (laughs) the way they said it in the manga is more common in like the northern seas, kind of. But yeah, that that is really cool. Yeah, I think Gudrid reminded Thorfinn a bit of himself when, or like a bit of his himself when he was a child. Um, the, I agree. In, in that, you know, well, she she wants to go on on the boat with with the men, just like he wanted to, to do when he was a kid. And you know, she even tried to, you know, sneak on on and hide, just like he actually successfully did, as a kid. Uh-huh. Obviously, I think there's a big difference and a, an important difference to note that obviously Thorfinn was just a kid at the time, and there wasn't really anything to justify him going along with the men mm-hmm. on on the boat. Meanwhile, Gudrid, obviously, well. There isn't actually a good reason to prevent her from going along with them.
1: Yeah, she's an adult.
0: It's just like old old customs that are preventing her, but that's just kind of silly.
1: So I said I, I agreed, but I I actually think where well, I'm not I'm not certain that Thorfinn made that connection. Maybe he did, and I think that'd be cool of him to do so. Mm. Although it would be nice if he acknowledges that hey, I I was once like you as well. But I did notice that comparison between the two where when they were both children they really wanted to ride with Leif Erikson. Uh,
0: right, true. And, as children both did. Yeah, you're right.
1: Uh-huh. And and they both promised them that they, <laughs> when they were older they would. Yeah. Um one he was probably a little more um truthful about than the other. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Mhm. Um but anyway, it is kind of it it was, it was neat to see that comparison.
0: Yeah, and I think even though there is a difference, as I mentioned, you know, being a child obviously doesn't... Like, you shouldn't go along if you're a child, but being a woman is no reason to not go along. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is that big difference comparing, you know, quote-unquote present-day Gudrid to, to child Thorfinn. That said, though, I think Thorfinn can still... Like, the, the feelings that Thorfinn felt as a child... I think are still similar to what Gudrid felt during this while vol- or during this book, mm-hmm. the feeling of, well, being well, f- feeling like, like you, you're mistreated or not getting the respect that you think you deserve, um, uh, is still, I think the same. So I think in that sense, he, he understands how she feels. And so when he eventually, you know, when he said that, that Gudrid should join the crew, I, I, I kind of just wanted to stand up and clap my hands. Cause I thought, I, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was just a really nice, nice thing. Like, the fact that he stood up for her there uh, was really, really good. Yeah, and and I, I I'm choosing to believe that it's because he can relate to the feelings that she's feeling.
1: Interesting. I I don't know if I can go that far yet. I I hope that maybe he realizes that at some point, or or maybe he does. But I hmm. I I don't get the feeling that that is quite his motivation. I think his motivation is he at every turn is kind of questioning North society or or you know their society and mm. and you know questioning the pride and and why you you have to fight and etc and i think this is maybe another one where yeah why why does does someone who has the skills um why can't they go on on a ship with us um just because they're a woman like it, it doesn't right. make sense right true um, true and i and i feel like you know him being as compassionate understanding like he is now it it, it makes sense for his character but um, I can definitely see. I mean, I I think it's clear that there is that um, similarity between between those two, and the only difference, really, being well besides personality, <laughs> is <laughs> Thorfinn's a guy, she's a woman. So yeah. But I did I did find it funny that, it, or in, actually interesting, that Thorfinn was the one to always find Gudrid, you know, hiding. Oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and not just in the barrel, but also. Just in the ship, like, oh, there's, there's a moment where they say they're going to go sailing and then they do a, a cheer and Guthrie's in the room like, oh, this is awkward. But she's like, yeah, don't forget it. I'm not going to stow away. Yeah. She does stow, she, she does try to stow away. But Thorfinn <laughs> just happens to see her. No one else does, but Thorfinn did. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then also he did find her in the bin her, through her barrel disguise. Yeah. That, the was... <laughs> that was funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if... Yeah, maybe he's just observant in general, or
1: I think that uh, hmm. I mean, you know, his, hmm. his heightened skills for more. I think <laughs> right. help help him a lot, but you know, it is it is interesting.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, but the more about Thorfinn, I love it with his face when this is going back to the beginning of the book. Huh? His face when um, when Ilva suggests that you know he thinks about marriage. He's, he's, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I love, love that so much. That was great. I think, I think this goes to my point in the previous discussion, where I mm. I really think he's going to be awkward about this whole love romance thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just not it's just not anything that he's ever had any experience in. Uh-huh. I don't think he's not interested per se. It's not, right. I don't think it's on his for, the forefront of his mind, but I think it's something that. I don't know, it it's just not doesn't come natural to him. So it's going to be fun to see if that does happen eventually.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, do, I'm really excited to, to see stuff like that in the future coming volumes. And I think it makes sense because, well, throughout his life, he hasn't really interacted with a whole lot of women. Uh, yeah. You know, he spent most of his life with Askeladd's crew, <laughs> and those were all men. Yeah. And uh-huh. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it makes sense in that way. <laughs> Right. Yeah, he's a bit awkward. Like but that. I think
1: Ilva bringing that up kind of sets it up to, especially in the reader's mind um uh, that okay maybe we're going to be we're going to start some sort of romance arc for Thorfinn eventually maybe. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes, I'm all for it. <laughs> I mean, I've been mentioning it at least just kind of a little True, bit you I think have. for like two volumes I think. Already. Yeah. Uh I've been I've been wanting this. <laughs> <laughs> and finally there's reason to think that there might be something somewhere with someone.
1: And he learned more about women, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. journey. laughs>
0: about about milk. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, hey, that's not like that's not common knowledge or not common knowledge is the wrong word. It's not like intuitive knowledge unless you're that's a true. girl I met, you know? That's like, true. Unless someone tells you or you learn about it in health class. Like, you know,
0: <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Yeah. If you barely interacted with any women, but at some point in yeah. your life you, you've seen a woman breastfeed, then I guess it's natural to assume all women can just do that at any point in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. It's fair. I, I will say Thorfinn is really not an intelligent guy. And I think he even admitted yeah. to that himself at some point. Um, yeah. However, I think he's a very wise guy. Yeah. Uh, wise guy huh oh, oh, yeah. Why, yeah real wise guy no, <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean for it to come out that way <laughs> uh, no i agree but like you yeah. know in in dungeons and dragons he would have a high a high wisdom score but not a high intelligence low score. intelligence yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, i get what you're putting down right right uh he's uh he's street smart but not book smart
1: yeah i think I, and sometimes that's better
0: <laughs> honestly truly he also talks about his father a little bit in this book and how his father uh oh, yeah. always kept his sword around just in like kinda of just in case. Mm-hmm. Do you think Thorfinn will do the same? Or or not? Mm,
1: I don't know. <laughs> like he may take it as learning from his father's mistake, maybe? Uh um, what, what which I, mistake? I, I, well, mistake as in like Maybe it was a mistake for him even to have a weapon to begin with. Ah, okay. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But I don't... But I also think he would respect his father's decision, just in the choices he made. And, and also, his father's reputation was much greater than his own. So that probably came with a little more yeah potential for, for danger.
0: Well, at this point, it's a little bit arguable, because with you the think whole Karlsefni so? epithet that he received after fighting Thorkil, that seems to have been spread pretty far and wide true um
1: but i don't think it's as
0: maybe not like, as it, much though that's as what i'm saying
1: like like as is the troll of you know, like you yeah know, just,
0: right you're right you're right it's probably not quite there
1: mm. right but um you never know especially on a journey like this uh, could the last resort uh, become needed i
2: mm. right I wonder
1: and just the way it's kind of hinted at that that may become an option mm. i don't know
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. I it's like I don't want him to carry a sword. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean if he really, really, really needs to take that last resort at some point, he kind of well, it's good to have a sword there. So yeah, it's it's a hard one.
1: Yeah. And that bear, you know, that knife that he used, mm. G- Guthrid's knife, I I don't. Yeah, that was not great. Like <laughs> couldn't. Uh huh. I, I, if he had his daggers, maybe it could have been better. Like he could have like actually pierced the skull, or maybe not. I don't
0: True. Know. Yeah. No, I imagine the, the the daggers he used during those sixteen years or so. I think I imagine those were well more better better suited for that than uh, Guthrid's knife that she carried.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So. I mean, I don't expect that to have to fight bears all the time. So No. <laughs> maybe maybe it's not needed.
0: Hopefully but they know. won't be fighting too many more bears. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh but I guess well speaking about the animals, I guess, in general, uh Thorfinn being able to you know, calm down that dog. Um
1: Yeah, that was great. That
0: that was a really sweet moment I thought and it kinda of serves as proof of his ability to to help others stay away from violence. Obviously yeah. this was not a human but but still I think it kind of still speaks to that. Sadly it didn't work as well on the bear though. And we we we've seen him kind of help Einar with that before obviously in the previous mm-hmm. book. He he was able to well, help Einar kind of stray away from the path of violence. And so we know he definitely has that ability to some extent. Mhm. And so what I'm really curious about on this topic is, oh well, obviously, well, with the cliffhanger of this book. How is he? Well, what's going to happen with Hild and that whole? Mm-hmm. How is that going to resolve? Is he going to be able to talk her out of that, or, well, I'm not saying I, I, I don't, I don't expect him to die. Uh, no, you know, no. Uh, <laughs> but like, just in what way is that going to resolve? I, I, it's just something I'm yeah. curious about. Just kind of based on the fact that we know he has a. a an ability to to kind of steer away people from violence.
1: Yeah, I mean it could be that she's also waiting to see his reaction and because he doesn't retaliate, doesn't react, you know, attack, mm. uh maybe maybe she doesn't fire or, or something like that and maybe that's how he he changes her in a way. I I don't know. Or he, or she shoot, shoots and pray the baby doesn't get hit.
0: <laughs> exactly, he has the baby on his back. Yeah. Uh that it's is <laughs> I, I mean, she she said those, those, those bolts or those arrows or whatever, yeah. they, like that they're really strong and that they, yeah. they I mean, break the bones of the bear. Soul. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he could take one of those. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: See, I get, you know, that's quite the cliffhanger, but oh, yeah. we shall see. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, speaking of the baby, I just want to mention that they end up picking up baby Carly or, mm-hmm. or however it's supposed to be said. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, like that. I think. Mm in 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 hope of finding it a new home. Mm. So uh definitely a a turn that I, I wasn't expecting that, you know yeah. to pick up a a baby. Right. But I guess it it could be interesting for the future. And I guess I'll talk about that in potential predictions and whatnot later, but
0: Right. Well, a little bit on Carly. And I guess this is okay. a little bit going into predictions on Carly to be fair. And if you, if you want to join me, feel free to, but, Sure. Uh <laughs> But I have a feeling. I have a feeling Thorfinn's gonna end up keeping Carly and kind of race him as his own son. Uh, That's what
1: I was wondering. It's kind of I... my gut
0: feeling about this whole thing because uh-huh. we've already seen Thorfinn being really sweet with Carly um, on yeah. several occasions. Even though, yeah, it was only like this last half of the second half of this book, kind of that that whole thing. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just my gut feeling about Carly. I think he's gonna stick around. He's gonna be raised by Thorfinn, if you know, because I mean, I imagine time's gonna continue to pass uh, throughout this series.
1: I just wonder if it's wise to bring a baby on a journey like this. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you know, people who immigrate to other countries or you know travel to, you know, you know, when people were traveling to the New World, yeah, um, they they had babies, I guess. Yeah. But. At the same time, this is a different kind of journey. Um, it's not mm. quite moving. You know what I mean? Like mo- moving from home to home, you know, a different home. Ah, ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think it'd be it would be great to see uh, Thorfinn kind of adopt him as his son, right? But I I also wonder if he's going to feel comfortable still having the baby the whole way um, and not being able to find a potential home for it. But we shall see. We We shall shall see.
0: Indeed. I guess one last thing about on, on that topic that I want to say is that they had like the discussion about vengeance and kind of obligatory vengeance and Mm -hmm. how Carly, when he grows up would likely want to seek vengeance on the, on the people who killed his family. Mm. And I, I just think that if, if Carly would grow up with Thorfinn as his father, then that chance would be much lower, I think, of him wanting to seek out that vengeance.
1: That's very true. Very true.
0: So, I think that that, that could potentially lend to something beautiful further down the line. <laughs> much further down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. <laughs> but I a, a little bit more on, on the baby stuff. I think both Thorfinn and Einar both did really great during the diaper change thing. <laughs> and, and also trying to figure out... You know what the baby should eat and all that. <laughs> they handled it really well. Uh, oh man! In general, well, well. Besides Thorfinn not knowing about how milk production works in in, in women, uh, but besides that, yeah, I think they handled that really well.
1: <laughs> I am so glad I live in the twenty first century. Yeah, yeah. I am so glad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it, yeah, right. Yeah, that scene really gave you uh, like an understanding of just how how hard that those sorts of things would be back then. I
1: mean, yeah. I, mothers have a rough man. Mm, like, yeah, gosh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, different, different time, different era, you know, yeah. lack of certain technologies and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Like, and if you don't know anything better then I guess you just, you, you just find yourself in it. And you, right.
1: You would know. Wow. You're just like, yeah, I mean, well, this is just what you do. Right. Better than, <laughs> better than not having anything covering all that junk up.
0: Uh huh. For sure, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to Thorfinn. M- my last thing on Thorfinn for this book is I, I just in general I just want him to feel better. Like he's still having those nightmares. Yeah. He's still heavily burdened by the sins of his past, and he even mm-hmm. uh, when they were kind of on the coast of Norway, and he he was talking a little bit to Gudrid, he called himself a coward while smiling. Yeah. Uh, and. I don't know, I, I, think, yeah, I think it's possible that he's putting up a facade to kind of, in order to, well, to fool even himself into thinking that he's fine. But he's really not mm-hmm. fine. Uh, so I think sooner or later he's going to have to face all of that in order to, get, to, to actually get better. I really hope he does that, and I really hope he's able to get better eventually.
1: Yeah, you make a good point, because someone who has accepted or has faced that i guess wouldn't still be having those nightmares
0: potentially. Right. Yeah, i i think he i mean yeah, he he definitely isn't feeling good.
1: But i don't know. I at the same time i feel like he's such such changed and he's able to laugh and
0: he True. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't know. That's I, true.
1: I I feel like he's taking some great steps forward and he may not be fully there and and obviously a big reason why he's doing all this is to atone for the mistakes he made in the past. Hmm. But Ah, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I see what you're saying. That having those nightmares is is not completely at peace with yourself, and, right? And and your life, and, and I guess sometimes people have regrets that they live with their whole lives. But I think with Hild coming into this situation and being an example of someone affected by Thorfinn's past, mm. Thorfinn could potentially gain some kind of forgiveness that he couldn't yeah. attain in a, in a. A different kind of way true you know?
0: right yeah i definitely hope for something good to come of this i mean and i'm sure in some way it will but yeah yeah her her appearance definitely kind of sets a lot of things in motions kind of on that front yeah so it'll be interesting to see just how because you know when when she told that whole story and and then there's this page or this panel of thorfinn's face reacting to that right. he's not doing well there
1: uh, yeah mm-hmm.
0: for uh, sure so yeah hopefully he can work through it maybe together with Hilda in some sense
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah that's really exciting
1: I don't have anything else on Thorfinn.
0: I me mean, neither then let's move on to Gudrid our beautiful turn and the master of barrel flage <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I will say right away I think I'm already starting to simp for her <laughs> she's just super super cool and cute and, I yeah. and and also like having like the dream of becoming a sailor and exploring the world, uh, it, it's just so well obviously for the time and being a woman and all like it, it's it's a really cool thing because I really love the way she well she questions gender roles and she challenges the gender norms that way is just something I am- admire so much about the, her her character she has stolen my heart a little bit honestly <laughs> and uh also also one thing we talked about before was it i think i don't know if it was last time or two discussions to go on villain saga but we've talked about how yukimura tends to draw a lot of the women women very similarly mm-hmm. um in fact a lot of them have had you know long blonde hair and kind of similar faces meanwhile we got mm-hmm. and now now you know we got gudrid who has short brown hair and black uh, black well, well they say like
1: the cover the cover is a lie. The cover The cover is she, she, a lie. She's drawn
0: with brown in the cover and then the lady says black, but I was I was thinking maybe she didn't mean black when she said black. No,
1: it's black. Mm, I, I like black hair, so that's why. I, I like
0: know you like hair. black hair, but I <laughs> no, I I don't think the cover is a lie is my is my thinking. No,
1: it has to be a lie. I,
0: <laughs> no because uh, well, I I feel I have a hard time believing any Scandinavian could have purely black, like pure black hair. Like truly black black. I just have a hard time mm-hmm. seeing that. <laughs> it 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 like at the darkest I can imagine like really dark brown. Mm. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about hair. <laughs> Did I mention her eyebrows? I, th- I, I really like her eyebrows. I think her eyebrows are also unique compared to the other women that Yukimura has drawn. Um so like her design in general yeah, she, she's e- more easily rec- recognizable compared to, as we said, like some of the other women all looked maybe a little too similar
1: sometimes. I think yeah, she. I mean, you could definitely tell it's his style, but well, yeah, you for know, sure, for sure. I think it helps that she has the short hair too. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, absolutely, but, yeah. But I think the eyebrows are also like a. Oh, yeah, to the me, eyebrows yeah, help. I, th- I, I thought was were a pretty mm-hmm. big thing as well. Anyway,
1: and and she yeah she I think she's I think she is very attractive
0: like. Yes. And she's, oh, oh my god, I love her so much. Uh, she's actually based on a real historical person. Really? Yes. Yeah. I knew of her before she appeared as a character here. Um, uh-huh. Well, I knew of the, the historical person before she appeared as a character here, so that was kind of cool. And something I thought was an interesting little change that Yukimura seems to have done is that, well, at least according to all of the sources that I've found uh, about uh-huh. her, well, where she was from, uh, say that she was from iceland but the manga seems to imply that she's from greenland so i guess that's a creative liberty that you took um mm. although i mean we already know that this manga isn't perfectly historically accurate like no. it never really was but um yeah i just thought i'd point that out
1: i have questions but let's talk about gudrid more in depth before i ask those questions <laughs> all right let's do it yes 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 <laughs> Because the fact that it's she's an actual historical person, mm-hmm. yeah. It, now my mind is kind of racing. But go. Let's let's talk about okay. I Gudrid mean, in, in in Vinland Saga.
0: Will you remember the questions later? Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Okay. Cool.
1: Because <laughs> it has some other que- deal with some of the questions I have.
0: All right then. Well, she managed to lift the ropes that Leif tested her with. She's got to be
1: pretty strong Uh, to do that. Like, right? Yeah, ropes are really heavy. Like, especially those kind of ropes.
0: Bug guy said like he probably wouldn't be able to lift those.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not like the epitome of strength, but still. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you're right. Uh, But yeah, that 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 was great to see. That I will also I also want to add that when she was holding the ropes up, and you know, she was just. Looking at Leif and like with this really really strained face expression. She, she was like <laughs> Leif you see this and like yeah. Oh, my!" That, 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 that probably was the biggest laugh I got from this book uh, <laughs> Just that that bit um, Although the scene as a whole was definitely more serious, but just that that little instance I thought was just really funny yeah <sighs> Man Leif was a bit uncool, but I can understand I guess because of the times and stuff yeah and like the society is the way it is but it was still uncool cool of him
1: for sure i have more thoughts on that right yeah we should we talk about when we talk on, on leif but true true I, I do agree that it was really hard on gudrid because of that um but mm. i'm glad that she now is able to experience her dream and yeah you know i really do think people should be given the opportunity to well one i'm a i'm a component for people traveling and, and seeing the world and Mm. exploring um but also i think people should have that opportunity to dabble or really dive into something that they want to they want to enjoy like they want right. to experience yeah. maybe it's not for them in the end that's fine but i think gudrid really deserves to be out there exploring absolutely i i truly think she is an explorer at heart
0: like all her life that's been her dream and sure sure she gets seasick uh at first but that's that's natural
1: very natural you know
0: natural. <laughs> uh but i really think this is her calling i do i do think so uh and well well about her kind of decide or her passion about that whole dream we kind of saw as as her wedding drew closer she kind of started to kind of more and more kind of lose that drive uh which i thought was really mm-hmm. sad to see like the drive to go with yeah. leif on the ship and stuff and then Basically ju- giving up. Right, yeah, more and more kind of going in that direction and then, well a- on the wedding and after the right right after the wedding when she was with Sigurd in the bedroom at that point in time she had completely given up seemingly which was Mm-mm. just heartbreaking. Yeah. Although subconsciously she was kind of well she still had like the fire mm-hmm. in her. <laughs> no, was I love the part when she stabbed him in the leg and then and then like follow with his, his natural reaction then you know slapping her and by slapping her, the wig came off, and I think you know yeah. that was the real Gudrid that we saw there. Like that, you know that we mm-hmm. that we could see when the when the wig came off. And I think, kind of from that moment on, she starts to live with with pride, kind of as herself. And yeah, like it's it's like a bit of a breaking point that scene, and the moment that comes after that at the beginning of volume sixteen. So like just that just past the halfway point of this book eight. Uh, mm-hmm. the scene right before they leave Iceland when they're talking at the, at the docks, there's a page that I thought was really like, it's, I would probably like, if I had say like my favorite page in this book, it would be this page where like on the page is just four panels uh, on top of each other with think, her, know talking, with her talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you can really see how she transitions from on the first panel. She's just kind of trying to, well, she's trying to laugh it all off. Uh, and then it just transitions to by the end of it, she's breaking out in tears about about the whole situation, and that that got me really emotional, and I I, I felt for her by like at that point in time, I felt for her even more than I already did, and I already felt for her a lot because <laughs> obviously yeah. volume fifteen with like every chapter was in some sense about her, you know, it would all, well, she was the namesake of all of the chapters in volume 15. Yeah. Um. And like, so I had already started to care a lot about her, but at that point I was like, Oh no, <laughs> Uh
1: And,
0: and so obviously I was so happy when, um when Thorfinn invited her to the crew right after that.
1: Absolutely. You know, it, it, her kind of little arc in, in that first volume is, Fantastic, I think, and Mm. just seeing her eventually get on the ship and then realize her dream Mm -hmm. is—I guess that happens in this in the second volume. But still, it's right, right. You know, (laughs) you really get an understanding for how tragic, you know, her situation is, and then getting that payoff in in the next is 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 pretty great. Yeah, so great. Mm -hmm. I like the line from her: "The world is vast, so." How can my life be so limited? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Mm. You know, it's really... It's it's a powerful line, but, uh, you know, also, you know, gives gives you some uh, time to think about that, I guess.
0: Absolutely. Man.
1: I wonder how accurate that wedding ceremony was. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I wonder. Because technically,
1: she's married to... Uh, Sigurd, Sig Sigurd, uh, uh, C-
0: Siggy. C- oh yeah, well yeah, we can call him Siggy. <laughs>
1: yeah, so that that's an interesting aspect that she's a married woman. <laughs>
0: right, she is technically Twice. married. Twice, yeah, right, right, widowed and remarried.
1: Uh huh.
0: Although the well Leif's brother that she was married to apparently was only like very short. Like he he went with Leif to Vinland supposedly really quickly after they had gotten married. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> to me, that's, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it seems kind of, why did you get married in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like
0: bit, bit strange. And she must've been really young at that point too. Yeah. True. Since she's 19 here. And
1: gosh, how old would she a bit Oh, well, I mean, wow, it could wow.
0: have been recently, I guess, or, or, or actually I guess I don't.
1: Then how old would his brother have been?
0: Hmm. I mean, it could have been a younger yeah. brother, like,
1: like, yeah, than, than I like... guess a really younger brother. <laughs>
0: yeah, a ah, man. I mean, all. yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I get, you know, if she was really young, I guess it would make sense why she hadn't, you know, gone all the way with her first husband.
0: Oh, yeah. If she was really young. True. True.
1: Yeah. I don't know. And I, 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 whatever it in the past. It, it mm-hmm. happened. He died. Yeah, yeah. Like that,
0: um, th- th- that, marriage with with Leif's brother seems to have kind of not really meant much at all. Kind of, since, well, well, the implication was that he had left for Vinland really, really shortly after they had even gotten married. So, right. like there didn't have. There, there doesn't seem like there had really been much there to begin with.
1: Like, like the only thing it did was make Gudrid part of Leif's family. Right. Exactly. About it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Which, which you know, I which guess is a good does. thing, yeah, right,
1: right, yeah. It turns mm. out to be a pretty important plot point.
0: Exactly, uh, and obviously her her relationship with with Sigurd, well, doesn't really mean much <laughs> to either of them technically. Like on a yeah on a, on a real level, it doesn't really mean anything to either of them. Right. Something I thought was a little strange, honestly, was that I think I think uh, Thorfinn, Bugeyes, and are all referred to her as Gudri at some point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, which, was that a spelling error? At first, I thought, like, the first time I saw it, I thought it was. But then it came up, like, two more times, at least. Yeah. And I figured, I
1: guess, I guess it's a nickname they gave her. <laughs> so Gudrid and then Gudri. Like, is it that hard to put the D at the end there? I, right. <laughs> like, maybe in Japanese, gudri Right. Good-o-ry-do. Like, it and would save you a syllable, a kind of. Gudri, Yeah. Yeah.
0: But still, no. Like, I, I still think it's kind of strange. Though, to be fair, I don't know how nicknames worked back in the Viking Age. So, yeah. maybe that was how you would shorten Gudrid. But it seems like a I weird way to shorten it.
1: <laughs> what? So, I'm curious. What do you think about her name? Because like, when I first saw it, I was like, Gudrid? Hmm? What? Like, is that is that a normal name?
0: It's, like, uh, well, it's not... I don't think it well as a Sc- as a Scandinavian person I don't think it's a strange name. I don't I, uh-huh. I wouldn't say it's a common name though. Um mm. I don't in fact I, I may not have ever actually met a Gudrid but it doesn't seem like the when I hear it it doesn't seem like a strange name to me. Mm. But I understand that that's cuz it yeah obviously it is from this area of the world. So right. I would understand that for other people it would sound weird maybe.
1: For an English speaker it definitely it does sound a little little almost a, it kind of sounds harsh like Mm. Like not like if it was like a a yudrid like like that sounds that sounds oh. a little more ah I don't know pleasant to the ears where the gudrid like I don't know like.
0: <laughs> I see well the the rid ending uh, or uh-huh. maybe well yeah yeah basically that ending uh, I think is a or at least has been a relatively common ending of female names I want to say. Um, oh, okay. We actually had another character in this book called Astrid. Uh, oh yeah, Halfdan's wife. And, yeah, yeah. And Astrid is today a at least a, a name. I've met people who has that name. I mean, my my sister is called Astrid actually. Uh, oh. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's still, it's, it's still around, uh, that name. I
1: like, I like that name. Uh-huh. It, it, so- it sounds pleasant. It's a good I, name. I, I'm not, I'm not saying Gudri is a terrible name. It's grown on me, but it was kind of <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> like, I guess it's just the goo part that gets me. Well,
0: well, so the first half of that name, Gud, Gud is, is our name or is, is our word for God. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> so, so Yeah. She kind of has God in her name.
1: So goddess, like 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 God female, like female God, like well, what? <laughs>
0: I did a little bit of uh, trying to see like kind of what her name could mean. I had uh, and I found uh, like I wasn't able to find like something like I wasn't able to find one single thing. Like it seemed different sources gave me a couple of different answers. But I mean mm. I know that good means God. Like that is still today the word the word we use for God. Mm. And that I'm assuming since this is a Viking age name. uh the god referred to isn't the christian god or but rather like yeah well yeah the 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 several gods that existed in in norse mythology but rid could potentially come from the word rune although have been like it's been changed up somehow according to some of the sources that i found So like a god rune uh but that that's not that's not something i can say with too much certainty but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Gotcha. That's just some stuff on her name.
1: Sorry. Yeah. it Just. Well, that's that was fascinating to to learn about, but also yeah, it's, mm. my my funny like kind of English ears seeing and then hearing the the name is like, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Right. <laughs> um. But I'm glad it's accurate to the movie. No, accurate to uh, <laughs> real life. Yes. I mean, um, yeah.
0: I mean the the real Gudrid Thorbjarnadottir. Uh, uh. You know. From his from history, that was her name.
1: Oh well, yeah. actually, that's not what I was implying. I was talking about like you know, oh. that's a name ah. that you could see being in Scandinavia somewhere. But ah. but also yes, like it is an actual person. So yeah, here's here's what I'm going to ask. In terms of like potential ships, like do you <laughs> do you just already know like what her life entails? And and so are you allowed to kind of speculate about that kind of thing? Uh,
0: <laughs> why do you have to ask these questions? Uh, well, maybe I maybe because, n- Okay. Oh.
1: Let me so mm-hmm. let me let me give my perspective and then you can either disagree or say or no comment. Okay. So <laughs> I think Gudrid has been given a lot of um uh, backstory that parallels with Dorfin. Um obviously they don't have the war whole thing going on like that similarity, but the wanting to explore, wanting to join Leif, and I guess kind of their mindsets, that the way Norse go about their lives is is kind of silly in some aspects, and that they right. should be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that in common, but I, it, I don't know if I can say yet that I'm like, okay, I ship it. You know, like fair. I, I like, totally fair. I like the fact that Thorfinn saw her as you know, the sailor or the person that she was and not just her gender. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that. I, I'm just not quite, er, like I, I, I could, <laughs> I could see like, it becoming a ship or something that I would really like, but I need a little bit more sparks to fly or something mm-hmm. before I'm like, let's go. Like, uh, Let's start a family. Yeah,
0: oh, absolutely. Kinda... Yeah, no, I totally understand all of your points there, and I think, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm with you completely on all of that. Um, one of the, the the scenes that to me was a really important scene between her and Thorfinn was mm-hmm. when when they were putting Carly to sleep, and they were having a well, well, kind of from the dialogue that they had in that scene, we understand that. Well, yeah, that she and Thorfinn have the same views on the Norseman's obligatory violence, and yeah, well, besides the fact that we understood in that conversation that they shared the same thoughts on that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that is also a topic that I that I hope will come back again because I thought it was interesting and I thought it was it wasn't quite resolved. There were still questions um as to how to deal with it and to how to kind of improve it from both sides and so i think it would be interesting if the two of them would maybe pick pick up that discussion again at some point in the future and hmm. continue discussing those points
1: yeah no i agree
0: but yeah like but anyway yeah th- th- that scene i think was a really sweet scene between the two of them or a or nice scene i'd say between the yeah. two of them
1: nice scene yeah
0: uh but yeah, of course, shipping shipping uh, questions have to have to surface. Well, look, like we said, w- <laughs>
1: the the beginning of this book uh, set up the fact that Thorfinn, at the age, well, I guess towards the end of the the time to get married, you know, back then, I guess.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so it, it's definitely something that's been brought up, and I think it's fair to start really thinking about uh, and. One last thing I'll say, I think about Gudrid and just this uh, book in general. I don't think I have anything else. Is that it's nice to finally have some women who aren't slaves like, in the story. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah we had, dude, you're right. We had Thorfinn's uh, family, you know, his mom and, and sister. That that was great. But mm. a long time, I. Like, women just have not been part of the story unless they were a slave in some aspect. And then yeah. there's, I guess, some other women here and there. But um, mm-hmm. it's nice to have a woman who, I guess, lack of a better word, is a tomboy who just behaves differently than everybody else. And then we have another woman at the end of this who's who a hunter. And right. that's, it's kind of a social outcast in a way. Right, right. Um, and so that's an interesting kind of turn that we didn't have in the previous one. So I'm glad there's... It's you know it's not just a bunch of guys doing Viking things. There's actually some women here in the story too, and it yeah. just is refreshing.
0: I'm really happy for that as well. Definitely also something I thought about, and something I've been wanting. Well, I think both of us have been have been wanting
1: more, yeah. more,
0: more. Well, yeah, more more women to play important roles in the story. Uh, so this yeah. is great, and definitely seems like Gudrid is definitely here to stay for at least this arc. It definitely seems like, um, yeah, mm-hmm. potentially even longer. Hopefully longer. And Hild is, I guess, a little more uncertain, but I really hope she sticks around for, for, for you know a decent amount of time as well because I think there's a lot of potential with her.
1: Right. I definitely would like her to join up with their gang. Right. Um, being, being, like I said, kind of an outcast, it seems to be Thorfinn's goal is to gather the outcasts and give them a, a home where they can find peace.
0: Right, right. Man, yeah, I'm so excited for the continuation of this arc. And Gudrid, as I said, man, I <laughs> I think she's super sweet and charming and cool and awesome. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing more of her.
1: Yeah, she's pretty cute. Hell yeah.
0: So moving on to Leif Eriksson next. The first time they mentioned Greece, well, he 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 he's the one to mention Greece when mm-hmm. when they're planning on going there. He refers to it as Greekland, oh, which to me to me was pretty cool because, well, at least in Swedish today, what we call Greece is Griekland, so oh. it's I, I assume Grekland might be I mean it's really similar might might have been what we said well what we called it back in the day uh, yeah so that's that's pretty cool uh and then yeah and then again the whole thing about Miklagard I mean Miklagard whatever me being Today's Constantinople, or not Constantinople, uh, Istanbul. Constant- it was mm-hmm. called Constantinople at some other point in time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's cool that that's their destination now. So definitely, definitely looking forward to that. If they're even gonna get there, to be fair, we don't know. Yeah, we don't <laughs> know what, what kind of twists and turns this arc is gonna take.
1: I definitely think it won't won't be a, a simple journey, but um, I I I kind of have confidence that they'll get there. Um, I just I wonder. You know, I, I'm glad that Leif is joining them, and it's, it's great to see them on an adventure with Thorfinn and everything. It's great. Um, but also, is he going to make it? <laughs> yeah, Right. I say only, but, you know, in grand scheme of things, it's only going to be a two-year journey at most. Right. Um, at least if everything goes as planned. Yeah. Um, so surely he can survive two years. I don't know. I still think it's funny that he, like he's not gonna go to see his wife. Like he's ah like, I can't, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the wife like I'm used to him not being around.
0: Yeah. I mean he he doesn't really seem to be a family man in in a lot of ways. I mean, well, he works with his son. <laughs> well, well that well with that that's um, adopted son I...
1: and son.
0: Do we did we did we know if yes. it, that was his actual? It's his
1: son. Okay. They, literally calls him Pops. He does he call says, him Pops. They they said that you have a son. He's like, true, I do have a son, but I never raised him.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that, that, that was my point about him not being much of a family man. It's like he seems to have left all of the raising the child to or the children or the, the son to, to his wife. Mm-hmm. Which is something interesting that, well, Yukimura has kind of written about in some of his like little afterwards and uh or like the, those sorts of little messages that he writes between the volumes sometimes uh how how much respect he has for for mothers and how strong yeah. they are and and how they're able to raise women in such an amazing incredible way um,
1: and well well ra- raise children like you know did i not say children you said women. Oh, oh women. I don't not, know why. Not just I said... women, but the men too. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I, I don't know why that word came out of my mouth. I definitely, <laughs> I meant to say children. Uh, but yes, yes, for sure. Women are great.
1: It, you know, I, I guess that was a lesson that Leif had to learn the hard way. I, I don't know. Like the the whole, I understand why he did not want to allow Gudrid on the ship. And I, I think it's because of the kind of the situation. It, it, maybe in general, he probably would have been against allowing any sort of Women on the ship, you know, and being a sailor or whatnot. Mm. But especially in Gudra's situation, where she was being married for kind of a, a political move in a way, mm. Um, mm. and the wedding was happening right then, and she had her duty as a woman to kind of uphold.
2: Uh. So
1: I understand where he was coming from, but I think it's fair. Well, fair. I, I I'm I'm glad that he was able to see reason. Right. And in that, you know, like, of course she can go on the ship. Uh, You know, she could do it just as well as most of the guys that are on the ship anyway. So, um, I I think, I'm glad he kind of accepted that. And he wasn't, you know, all huffing puffing about the fact that she ended up being part of the crew.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, right. He He was
1: open to it in the end.
0: Once it was decided and, yeah, once it was happening, he 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 yeah he he seems to be pretty cool with it right That that is good uh actually also well, something i'm kind of excited about regarding their well th- there was this kind of two page map we got to see kind of of the planned route to Miklagar that they were going to take at uh-huh. the in the middle of the book kind of uh and according well obviously we don't know if they're going to be going to be able to actually follow it precisely however uh what i think is kind of neat is that Assuming they do take that route, they're going to actually sail right by my city where I, or at least where my city is today, because uh, <laughs> they're gonna go right between in the waters between Denmark and Sweden. Although at the, at that point in time, southern Sweden belonged to Denmark, um, ah. but today it's part of Sweden, and so it's the part where I live, and so it's, it's right on the coast. And their their the route right, would go right by uh, my my coastal city where I live. Uh, or at the, well where it is today, so that's kind of cool, uh, and and also like yeah it it seems to be a, a pretty interesting route like going through like uh, along rivers through Eastern Europe uh, yeah. to to get down there and then crossing the Black Sea kind of at the end before getting to to I, I can imagine all of that being really exciting, assuming they do follow the route, so. Yeah, it should be fun. I I I'm just really excited for like the, like what are all all the people they're gonna meet along the way and all the threats they're gonna encounter exactly. and like yeah. there's there's so much potential here.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Kind of speaking of of maps, I love the moment where he's on the beach back in Gudrid's childhood. Yeah, and he's showcasing. How vast the world is! I I just love that moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and he's like, "Well, w- well, it's all east. Is are, is there nothing west?" He's like, "Oh, there's Finland." And it, you don't actually <laughs> see him draw, but he just he draws a line, and you just yeah the, the whole and, and Gudra just saying like the whole world cannot fit on the beach. I, it was just mm. an amazing moment. I I loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really powerful, honestly.
1: And I, I guess I was just really impressed with Leif's um, abilities being showcased. Um, throughout the latter half of the of the book, mm. you know how friendly he is with people and how people really welcome him easily. And it, Thorfinn mentions that you know his abilities are just as good as a as as a sword in a way. Yeah, and right. Even better.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Every bit as great as the, as the sword. And you know when he said that, they, you know because they they were talking about Leif's well Leif being so likable and how that mm-hmm. in and of itself is every bit as powerful as the sword. It, 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 it brought my memory back to Volume one when Leif was telling the story, and all the kids were just yeah, kind of... same. Well, kind of just making fun of him, saying that he you know, yeah, he, 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 he wasn't a warrior, yeah, and he he just all talk and he, he's no good in a fight. But this moment definitely well thank well because of you know, calling back to that for both of us, and for, for a lot of readers, probably, uh, it just really shows Thorfinn's new perspective in a really in a really nice way.
1: Agreed. That's all I have on Leif.
0: Uh yeah, me as well. Uh anything on Einar. I actually did, didn't have anything noted down for him, but <laughs> what about you?
1: Uh, just very little things. I I, I appreciate him supporting or willing to support Thorfinn if he has to resort to to the last resort. Yeah,
0: but, that was really sweet.
1: Um really that sweet. was that was I think it's important for him to mention. Mm. Um and that he's the weak guy, you know, when they go to Vinland.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. The wheat guy. Yeah, I I I thought he said the weak guy at first, and I was like, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> but the yeah, wheat. yeah, the wheat. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: and maybe bear guy, kind of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bear
1: professor. <laughs> the bear professor. <laughs> Struck out a few times there. <laughs> that was an abnormal bear. All right, it was an abnormal titan. Like yes, the, exactly. Abnormal bear. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, he he was great in this volume but didn't have too much, I guess. He didn't have but, much of
1: a role though. But he
0: wasn't good still, you know, yeah, just good good stuff though. Good support. Yeah. Then let's talk about Halfdan. He's back as you had feared.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's so funny that I I talked about him so much. Yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, I guess some of my fears are justified, but now we're getting more of a kind of a a nuanced take on him, you know, Absolutely. being just such a, you know, ruthless bad guy. they're using ruthless again, That's my favorite word, apparently. Uh,
0: I mean, I, um, I, I was, I would say he's ruthless.
1: Yeah, but, but he also there's also this kind of sympathetic, or, I don't know, maybe sympathy is not the right word, but he does seem to give these farmers who are in tough times a better life in a way by being in servitude. servitude, maybe not the right word, but being in debt, like being,
0: yeah. Like working under him for some, in some sense, working under him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. That was interesting. interesting. Yeah. Th- right. I mean, obviously he is gaining from it. Like he's benefiting off of it. Yeah. So it's definitely not like, he's not doing it for their sake. I wouldn't say, I don't think. Uh, but it's that it's still interesting though. Yeah, Yeah. I you like I'm I agree with you. Like he he he, as a villainous character has definitely become much more interesting than he was in volume one or book one at 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 least. Mm -hmm. Uh, for sure. And how I mean he still has the chains and stuff. He still loves his chains. (laughs) But it's kinda weird. (laughs) But he also he also loves to humiliate others. And like that's some like it was a new little aspect of his of his villainy (laughs) that we (laughs) that we got here.
1: Yeah, definitely gets a kick out of it.
0: Right, right.
1: I wonder if this will be another example of too many riches ruining a man. Ooh. Like like Kettle. I like Like, that. I don't know Mm. I don't know if we're gonna have, you know, King Canute come over here and and try to take his his land, but I, I wonder if something will go down that um just ends up in his destruction's not the right word. Downfall, downfall.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that at all, but I could totally... Yeah, right, especially coming out of the previous arc. I could definitely see that because I, I feel like that message was so strong in the previous arc, and I could definitely see that right. kind of remaining to an extent. Uh, yeah, 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 I, I love that. And yeah, because he even talks about wanting to have power in Vinland, and, you know... Right. Like well, that, th- th- That's the entire reason why the marriage is happening. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, good idea. <laughs>
1: and I guess the last thing... I'll, well, okay, two things. So one, I I like the the whole imagery of the the turn and how he had the the bird in his study, and Thorfinn yeah. brings it out as an example of in this situation. The the bird's going to choose freedom, not captivity. Yeah, given given the opportunity, and I, I, it was a pretty good analogy to Gudrid's situation. Exactly. I yeah, I love it. And and really really to how Halfdan goes about acquiring farmland and and he basically making the farmers serve him mm. in a way, yeah. um, while well, he thinks or he's justifying it, saying that they'll they'll be better in captivity or you know, better in you know with chains. Uh-huh. Um, in reality, people would choose freedom um, most of the time. And maybe it's not the same for everybody, but.
0: Um, right no, yeah I like know. yeah definitely yeah yeah right I, I think he i think yukimura has definitely managed to kind of i guess reshape this this character into a much a much more complex and kind of interesting villain uh yeah compared to how he was before i mean he wasn't bad before but yeah th- this is definitely uh, right much more interesting mm-hmm so let's talk about his wife a bit, Astrid.
1: I know. I was going to say, his <laughs> wife has so much sass. Astrid, yeah, I, love I love her.
0: <laughs> she, Yeah, she she was great. I, I didn't expect her character to really become what she became, kind of. Yeah. Although, to be fair, even from the first scene with her, uh, she, or at least the way I'm choosing to interpret it, after having read this mm-hmm. twice now, I sort of see it that in the first scene when... When she's talking to to Halfdan, I think at that point she's already understanding Gudrid's feelings, like already, oh, I agree. like at that mm-hmm. point. And so mm-hmm. it's like she she's trying to, I guess, subtly ish, trying to persuade Halfdan to just call off the wedding at that point by giving other reasons to like that that would make him want to call it off. Uh, but obviously after Gudrid left Iceland and they had the conversation, like they talked about, well they talked about it more in depth, kind of she kind of just speaks her mind despite half Dan telling her to be quiet. And she really just lectures him about how like the the default lies with him. Uh, right. The, the fact that he, he's not respecting women essentially. And well, to be fair, he's, he's not respecting anyone really to be fair, but <laughs> I, I imagine he respects women even less than, than men. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and that, that whole thing, uh, was really 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 well said of her, and like she had like yeah, I, I I think she she's a very wise person.
1: I I like when we first see her, and he brings up the reason. Well, I'm doing it so I can get a connection with Leif. Like it's very important for my for my own gain mm. and she's like oh well was my marriage to you important marrying into a poor uh fisher farmer and he's just kind of silent he, he, <laughs> like i, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind started blushing but he he didn't i don't think i don't think he gonna, like, red right. blush or anything but it makes me it makes me think that halfdan at one point maybe was not like this mm. at, at all and just over time his riches have made him more i guess pessimistic in a way right um yeah d- yeah you know more eager to expand his growth. And when he met Astrid at the first and, and asked to marry her, like he did it because of love and that he actually loves her dearly. Yeah. But maybe the, over time he's just kind of has been, I guess, corrupted <laughs> by his wealth. Mm. Potentially.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, th- I, th- I can definitely see that.
1: I don't know how, how much we'll see of her, uh, but it was. She was. was fun to be there. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I. loved her in this. In this book, absolutely great. I guess let's talk about their son Sigurd next.
1: I think you mean Siggy.
0: S- Siggy, yeah. <laughs> I, I. did. I. I did like that running gag. <laughs> uh, but he. I think he seems somehow softer than his father, although he's trying to be like his father right like, like he he definitely is aspiring to be as much as him as possible he even he even learned to use the chains uh <laughs> like his father kind of mm. uh but his men like his men respect him for being himself and not for you know trying like the well he, he he assumes that he gains respect from kind of instilling fear in his subjects but yeah uh his men the way they seem to express it is that yeah no they they're just following him cuz well, because of the other aspects of Seeker's person, like pro- I assume the softer sides that he expresses.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, you know, in anime portrayals of like gangs or whatnot, it's like mm. you know, you're a Aniki. Will we follow you because we we respect you totally, not because we fear you? Kind of, kind mm. of such situ- a situation, you know. Yeah. Even if there is a tougher guy out there, it's like yeah, no, don't pick on Aniki. You know, don't <laughs> kind of thing. Yes. Um, yes. Not quite there, but it is interesting to see that they almost got a chuckle at the fact like, we don't fear you. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just love hanging out with you, bro. Like, right. you know, like,
0: yeah, honestly, you know. his guys seem really chill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I especially like that one guy when they were, they were out, they were chasing after Leif. And they were, mm-hmm. like, they kind of realized that they were kind of falling behind. And there was that one guy, there was like just like a yeah. pre- pretty quick comment. Like one guy like, hey, I don't mind. I, I, I love sailing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. like so nice, so chill.
2: Just
1: sail with my bros. Like, oh I man. just love
0: being out here with you all. Like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys so much. Oh, dude, I love you too. Uh,
0: <laughs> like, oh my God. I, I, I want to find a job that I just love as much as that guy loves his job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, I wonder if we'll get more on that. Just maybe this is not the real Sigurd. Sigurd, right? To, uh,
0: Sigurd is what I would say. Sigurd. Mm.
1: It, maybe maybe we'll learn more about why they respect the guys so much versus kind of the the tough guy that Sigurd is trying to be, you know? Right.
0: Yeah. I honestly, I'm really holding out how hope for him or for us to learn more about the real him kind of, and to him and for him to understand that it's okay to be his real self. Right. Kind of. And, and to not force himself to be like the tough guy, like his father is.
1: Uh-huh. That, that also makes you wonder if he would end up joining with Thorfinn in a way. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I can see that. Which would, which would make it complicated with, uh, gudrid like how their marriage would work out and everything you know
0: true <laughs> that's true yeah
1: because that i think that's another like big or that is the big stopper to any sort of thorfin gudrid ship is that gudrid is married right now mm. um yeah and obviously she doesn't have any feelings for sigurd but
0: and he doesn't have any feelings for her like yeah not really
1: not really i mean lust probably but not mm. not yeah really real feelings yeah but you know maybe something happens like i'm not opposed to the fact that they they do become a couple like a legitimate couple mm-hmm. um but i i do think that she has more in common with dorfin at, at this point in time
0: i definitely but agree anyway. with that mm. but yeah Sigurd's and 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 his family's pride is on the line right now and and he has this, well, he he feels like he needs to return to Iceland with Gudrid, or not at all, kind of. And mm-hmm. and so I think, well, he's taking it really seriously based on, well, his reaction that we saw when he thought that Gudrid was dead. He started crying. <laughs> he, it's really serious to him. If he doesn't find her, and he's, if he can't return with her, then he's screwed. Uh, and in turn, his parents are probably kind of screwed, too, in some sense. But, yeah, like, it's just, it's a really big thing for him right now. And... I think that might make him a little like kind of dangerous, the fact that he's so desperate, mm. uh, however yeah uh as I, as I said i do I still feel like there's potential for you know for good uh, for, for for a good change in him. I definitely think that possibility is strong
1: I, I I totally agree i I also think he tends to overreact and is is a bit simple minded, but he yeah. but also is someone who could eventually listen to reason um right. I mean, he would quickly trusted Thorfinn and in the fact that Guthred was dead, yeah. um, and, and so maybe he won't be so trusting going forward. But I, I don't know. I, I wonder if he could eventually, yeah, kind of turn a new leaf in a way. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not quite the conniver as as his father is.
0: For sure, yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm hopeful for him.
1: That's all I have on Sigurd.
0: Gotcha. Then, let's move on to Hild. A Christian hunter, supposedly Norwegian. Uh, Well, they met her on the Norwegian coast, anyway. Uh Uh-huh. And she had a really badass introduction, I will say. Yeah. (laughs) Shooting the bear through, like, the kettle holding thing. That was was really cool. But yeah, I mean, we touched on her a little bit already, but to me, like the realization that Thorfinn was the one who killed her father, I think, was pretty gut-wrenching.
1: It's it's juicy backstory, and I hope that... Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty confident that it will get expanded upon in, in this next volume. Yes, um, it's feel. gotta,
0: yeah. I've actually looked at the volume cover of the next volume, and she's on it. It's, it's her. Woo. Cool. Uh, so, hopefully she'll play a major role there.
1: I think it would be great to have like another woman be a, a main character in this story i think it just would be it'd be nice i'm not saying like i need another shipping fuel kind of a situation but <laughs> i just think her character is pretty cool
0: yes no i agree uh, completely you know. i would love for her to stick around plus as you as you said before she is an outcast kind of so right if she doesn't really belong where she lives right now she might as well come along with them maybe <laughs> maybe absolutely you know so
1: or, m- maybe on the way back i don't know <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> yeah yeah just somehow please more more of her please
1: one line that I liked from her was, evil bears are played by evil dreams.
0: Mm. Yeah, when uh, she said that, oh, my God. I, was, I got so nervous.
1: Like, oh, my God. Because... Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a hit at Thorfinn. Uh-huh. Or, 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 <laughs> I mean, because I guess she must have heard them on the boat uh, when she was spying on them.
0: I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or maybe she just, was, was just could tell that he was having nightmares or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, it felt like a dig at him. And, uh, yeah, just... Maybe she could really help him get over those nightmares just by forgiving him in a way, right? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But I but yeah. I, I hesitate to go any further as a ship because obviously she just she just introduced the character, but it's also it's it, it's <laughs> it's a hurdle. It's a hurdle because she literally or he literally killed her father. So it's like, yeah. oh father, don't worry, I married the man who killed you. It's like
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. I mean, that is a rough forgiveness situation and whatnot. But that's. yeah
0: yeah no you're right absolutely uh moving on yep let's talk a little bit about ilva then i only have one little thing honestly and it's uh, there was really this sweet moment in the beginning where yeah she's uh well she she's she notices that thorfinn has the same head shape as he did as a child and that (laughs) that kind of serves as proof that she that she knows that it's her little brother i thought that was just really wholesome
1: it that that whole part was pretty wholesome and yeah yeah the whole
0: scene yeah yeah
1: yeah we, I mean, that's we don't get much after that but hey you know
0: mm. yeah
1: <laughs> at least she was she was back for a, you know a few chapters
0: right and we know she's doing well yeah that's good that feels good
1: i, I she is really tall and
0: yeah yeah she got the tallness from from their she's father she's
1: pretty muscular
0: <laughs> yeah she is yeah yeah i feel like she, she she may have like inherited their father's kind of physique <laughs> yeah Meanwhile, I think so. Vorfin has their mother's physique, ish.
1: She's like I got beauty and my and my father's physique. Like, huh. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's, she's I got the good genes. <laughs> she's, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I mean, honestly I, I would have loved for her to come along on the journey. Like Yeah, it would have been would've, great. It would have been so good. <laughs> it would have been great. But uh yeah. Now at least it was good to see her more here. Let's talk a little bit about Helga perhaps if there's anything you got.
1: I do. Uh, I love the blessing she gives Thorfinn. Yes, you must welcome those seeking peace. And how supportive she is of that. Yeah, like that's your calling. I, I, mm-hmm. I love it. You know, yeah. I, I hope he's able to see her one last time. I guess every time she's, every time he sees her, I, I'll, I'll hope it's not the last time. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And that, that's basically all I, I wanted to say about her too. Like, I mean, yeah. her being supportive of, of him. Was super sweet, of course, and definitely noteworthy, but it also wasn't necessarily. It wasn't as surprising. I think it made perfect sense for her to be supportive of that based on her backstory, oh, yeah. you know, with 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 Thor's. Sure, um, but but yeah, because because ultimately, I think the whole pacifist ideology kind of originates from her, and like at the root, at the root, kind of because Thor's didn't become a pacifist until he met her, and she has, as far as we. As we've heard, she was never really for any type of violence, so I, I at least the way I'm interpreting it, like she is kind of the the entire reason for this entire mindset that she that and and Thor's and Thorfinn now have
1: kind of adapted. Mm.
0: But yeah, the last character I have any notes on at all is Tula, Leif's sister. Yeah, I do too. And uh, well, the only really it's just a little thing about how I I appreciated her little character arc kind of throughout this how she well started off being pretty hard harsh on Gudrid but by the end she kind of regretted the way she had treated her and she even encouraged her to go with the others on the ship was very sweet i thought
1: yeah i uh i just like how she was a great big sister and mm. you know all she was doing was just looking out for gudrid you know what i mean i mean
0: yeah right even though gudrid maybe not didn't like, it, she didn't appreciate it exactly but she meant well
1: yeah, she absolutely meant well. And I think at at some point she realizes that, you know what, this is what she wants. This is what she needs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and right. She
1: was able to let it go. Instead of being stubborn and like, don't you get back here
0: <laughs> Exactly, and yeah. And that, that's big of her. That's that's yeah. that's really good. And yeah, beautiful development on her, even though it was brief. It was really nice. Any other characters?
1: I don't think I do.
0: I guess that brings us into the predictions
1: you know now they're traveling east, there's much greater chance that we could see some other characters like Thorkel maybe i I don't know if they right. will ever go you know where Thorkel is per se, like the Yoms area, but you know wherever I mean we don't even know if
0: he's in in Yomsburg or Jomsburg, cause yeah we don't actually, i mean we don't know we speculated right. that he may have rejoined them, but we don't actually have reason necessarily to think that he did uh-huh last we saw he was working for Knut, but he was dissatisfied with working
1: for Knut so right. It's hard to say. <laughs> do, they, do they go back to yelling and do they see Canute again? Like, I, I don't know. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, they're going to pass through Denmark uh, on their way. So who knows? <laughs> uh, or at least, yeah, assuming they go the route that they are intending to go. They're passing through Denmark.
1: And it could be a situation where they get to Greece or Istanbul where they need, they need, they need to go. And then they... On the way back, they end up picking up people.
0: <laughs> right, Exactly, yeah, could go either way, yeah. I, I guess they don't necessarily have to take the intended route, although this seems to be the best route, at least it's, it's the route that they chose, so I guess that is the best route to get to uh, Mikla Gord, or Miklagard. But I think it would be cool to get, like, to see that place, to see that city, Miklagard, which is uh, Istanbul today cuz well uh, cuz that, that that's where that church is located Hagia Sophia that I mentioned I, uh, several discussions back now where there was a viking who wrote some runes in the stone kind of Dan was here although i probably not the same Halfdan as in Vinland saga <laughs> but some viking named Halfdan was there and he wrote that in like runes in, in, into the bricks of of that church in <laughs> that, that so in, 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 in the city that they're going to uh so i love it I, yeah um it's uh yeah it'll be it it will be really a, a nice change of scenery to see you know like southern Europe and well in Eastern Europe, uh kind of as well, and and also, to see well, well to be fair we haven't had a lot of like Viking ship action, uh in the manga as a whole. The first mm. chapter, of course, had had the cool part where they carry the ships over to land. And we've seen a little bit of like sailing across the seas kind of spread out across the series, although never any kind of longer periods of it. However, what seems to be ahead of us is, well, a lot of sailing first across the seas here, uh, getting to the European mainland. And once we get there, sailing along the rivers uh, which was kind of a Viking ship speciality, because because of the way they were built, they could sail through narrow narrow streams and and rivers. So that, that that's something I'm just excited to see. It's, assuming everything goes goes according to plan, right? Uh, so yeah, I'm just excited to see, see more sailing and uh, and river sailing and stuff like that. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm not gonna say. Much about I'm not going to obviously I'm not going to say anything about what I might know about the historical stuff that I that I know <laughs> I'm going to leave that be, but sounds good. Whenever a character that I know is introduced, I'm at least going to mention that they are that's fair a, a historical fair. person, um, like Gudrid here.
1: I'm actually kind of glad Gudrid is a, a real person, and mm. yeah, like obviously is going to take it in his own creative direction, but right. I don't know. It kind of gives me happy feelings that. <laughs> you know, someone like a, a woman who in a traditionally male dominated society yeah. um, is able to go out and explore and, you know, follow her dreams. There's nothing wrong with being a wife, nothing wrong with raising a family and, and staying home and doing that, if, you know, if you so desire. Right. There's also nothing wrong with, you know, becoming a sailor and exploring the world and, mm-hmm. you know, following your passions. Yeah. Uh, I, think that, I think that's very admirable
0: absolutely and especially right and as you said like especially at this time for a woman to make a name for herself to the point where yeah. she's remembered in the history books right uh yes. you know in in world history that that that's amazing it's fascinating uh and she's she's mm-hmm. one of them uh, one of the few sadly but yeah she is one of them and i think that makes it an, an an amazing feat uh just because of how the world is structured with yeah it's it's a man's world and all that but yeah, yeah, she, I, I love the way she has been portrayed in the story so far, and I'm super excited to see the future of her, well, I mean everything really, but uh, her especially now since she might be my new favorite character.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty strong introduction. Yes, but... it
0: re- I thought it really was. I, I was really taken by her. Uh, any final words from you?
1: Uh, nope, I, I'm excited. I think this story is great.
0: Hell yeah sweet and yeah very much looking forward to the continuation of this arc if you enjoy our content you can follow us on twitter at umami manga and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel umami manga on youtube if you like this episode please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about volumes 17 and 18 bye bye see you later
1: On a hot day, getting a glass of cold mugicha, oh, it's so refreshing. Nice. So refreshing. Okay, to be fair, some people have compared it to the taste of cigarettes. But I... Really? Like, burnt cigarettes. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not like I, I've eaten burnt cigarettes before or anything like that. <laughs> But I don't know. Like, to me, it became... It's like an acquired taste, I guess you could say, but its not, I don't think it's bad. Hmm. Like, I, hmm. I remember taking my first drink. I was like, I mean, you know... It's not something I crave. And then just over time, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I really enjoy this taste. So nice. I recommend it, especially to people who enjoy tea.
0: Sweet.